0: This book is named Mosquito Bite by Alexandra Tsai and Dennis Kunkel. Page three. Ready or not, here I come. The girl's voice calls out over the pulsing hum of crickets as she uncovers her eyes. It's a humid summer night. The rising moon casts just enough light for the boy to see her running across the grass. At the bottom left on this page, there is a picture of the surface of a blade of grass, and it's covered with spines and hair. He's crouched like a cat behind the big old tractor tire that used to be a swing before the rope rotted and fell from the branch of the oak tree. He listens. He hears the girl's footsteps near the garden, on the driveway and now by the flowers along the walk. She's getting closer. Suddenly there's another sound, a droning buzz. The boy's hand flutters across his face and brushes the back of his neck. Something else is looking for the boy. At the bottom of page five on the right, there's a picture that has the caption, this rose petal is splashed with dewdrops." Pages six and se- seven have a giant illustration of a mosquito with all its body parts, such as the wings, the abdomen, the thorax, and the legs, and many more. The text reads on page seven, her name is Culex pipiens, bordered with scales, her wings whine, beating about 500 times in one second, Her antenna, feathery and fine, detect the boy's breath. Her compound eyes guide her toward the boy's moving hand. She's getting closer. But this is not a playful game of hide-and-seek. Culex carries hundreds of tiny eggs inside her body, Finding the boy is a matter of life and death. At the bottom of this page, this is page 7, there is an illustration and it has the caption, This is a female mosquito antenna. Culex's two antenna detect carbon dioxide, odors, heat and humidity. All signals that lead her to blood. Back on page six, the facing page, up on the top, there's an illustration, and the caption reads, The female, Culex, releases her eggs from a structure at the tip of her abdomen called an ovipositor. At the bottom of this page, another illustration has the caption, A mosquito wing has feathery scales along its edges and veins, and hairs called setae on its surface. The top of page 7 has an illustration, and the caption reads, The tubes that form Culex's compound eyes are each capped with a rounded lens. Page eight. Culex is a very young mosquito, yet already she's lived a dangerous and complicated life. She started out as a tiny egg laid on the surface of the rainwater trapped inside the rim of the old tire. And there's an illustration of an egg case cap, and the caption reads, A Culex egg is laid on the surface of stagnant water where it forms a raft with 100 to 400 other eggs. Next page. Attached to hundreds of other eggs, she floated within an egg raft that was no bigger than half a grain of rice and there's an illustration that shows part of an egg raft with hatching larvae and it shows the parts the egg case cap mouth brushes and developing eye page 10 has an illustration with the caption CULIX emerges from her egg case head first into the water. Page eleven. Two days later all the eggs hatched. Culex burst out of her shell, a long wiggling worm. She had big eyes and a hairy head that hung down into the water. She breathed through a tube in her tail called a siphon. And there's an illustration showing us the siphon, segmented abdomen, mouth brushes, and the caption reads, a larva's undeveloped eyes are called ocelli, and the singular is ocellus. Culex's mouth brushes sweep food particles into her mouth. Page 12, for one week, Culex fed on tiny creatures that also lived in the water. Day and night, her waving whiskers swept the microscopic food into her open mouth. All of Culex's brothers and sisters fed in this manner, but not all of them lived. Some died from eating bacteria that caused disease. Culex was lucky. She survived and grew until she was three times her original size. At the top of this page, there is an illustration with the caption, Culex feeds on plankton, such as diatoms, which are single-cell algae with silica shells. They're shown here in a pink color, and bacteria, which are shown as orange rods. Some types of rod-shaped bacteria are deadly to mosquito larvae. And at the bottom, another illustration has the caption, Euglena gracilis are another kind of plankton. They swim by whipping their thread-like flagellum. Next page, page 13 different types of diatoms. They're shown in different shades of blue and blue-green and purple. And the caption reads, Some plankton, such as cyanobacteria, live near the water's surface. They use energy from sunlight to produce food in a process called photosynthesis. Page 14 then she changed. At 12 days old, her wormy body lost its soft skin and formed a new hard outer covering. Now a pupa. Culex couldn't eat because she didn't have a mouth. For a couple of days, Culex floated in the water Sometimes she tumbled away from a hungry beetle, whose movement she detected with her big eyes. Beneath her shell, she was changing again. And there's a large illustration of what Culex looked like at this stage. We see the developing eye, the segmented abdomen, and paddles. They are a pair of paddles, that are used to move the pupa forward. And we learned that the abdomen flexes up and down, propelling the pupa through the water. Encephalothorax develops into both the head and the thorax. This is a large illustration. We also see the breathing trumpets at the top of the head. On to page 15. On a hazy, muggy morning, Kulik stretched her pupil coverings, and it split open, and her new adult body unfolded. Gracefully, she stepped onto the water's surface. Then she flew up to a shaded branch of the oak tree to rest. And there's a colorful illustration with the caption, the adult culex swallows air, inflating her soft body until it expands through the pupal covering. She must rest for several hours until her wings, legs, and body harden. Page 16 has a large illustration of culex at this stage showing us wings, abdomen, thorax, eye, legs, antenna, palps, and proboscis. There's also a close-up that has the caption, Feathery wing scales help keep the mosquito airborne and reduce drag during flight. They also help the male escape from a predator's grasp since they fall off easily. We're also told that a male, Culex pipiens, finds his mate in a swarm of mosquitoes by detecting the female's flight tone, and that's the buzzing sound made by her wings. On to page 17. Two days later, in the red glow of the morning sky, Culex flew into a noisy cloud of male mosquitoes hovering above the garden. Suddenly, a dragonfly raided the swarm. It caught a male with its front legs and devoured it immediately. As Culex veered away from the fray, the dragonfly's flashing blue-green wings clipped one of her legs, a minor injury because mosquitoes can balance on just five legs. Soon after the attack, Culex and a male mosquito drifted to the ground in an insect hug. They made it. Culex was ready for her main purpose in life, to make more mosquitoes and we have a close-up here with the caption that reads a male's antenna contain hundreds of sensitive hairs that vibrate in response to the female's buzz the pair of antenna can locate a flying female with great accuracy Page 18 kulik zooms through the night seeking the blood she needs to nourish the eggs inside her body. She's not thinking about where she will look or how she will hide. Her tiny brain is not capable of thought. Instead, she focuses her senses on finding her victim. detects a plume of carbon dioxide in the distance. Her wings whiz and whines as she zigzags closer. The boy squirms behind the tire. Culex senses his movements with her eyes. The girl stops. She listens. The boy freezes, holding his breath. Culex feels heat. It's coming from the boy's sweaty neck. Page 19 has two illustrations and some captions, starting at the top. A human hair grows through the epidermis or thin outer layer of human skin that is formed from layers of flat, dead cells. And there's an illustration here. Then we have towards the bottom... A human capillary, the smallest of all blood vessels, carries red blood cells through the dermis, the thick inner layer of skin. The dermis also includes nerves and sweat glands. Female mosquitoes detect heat, moisture, and odors coming from exposed skin. And that's shown here is the background of this page. Page 20 has a very large illustration showing the eye, the antenna, both antennas, the palps, and the proboscis. And there's also an interior picture which shows us the labial sheaths and knives in the center. Let's read about this in the caption. Culex feeds with the part of her mouth called the proboscis. Inside the proboscis is a pair of flexible serrated cutters that slide up and down alongside another pair of carving knives that slice through the inner layers of skin. A long pair of tubes is also found in the proboscis. One drips saliva into the wound, which keeps the blood flowing. The other is a straw for sucking in blood. Page 21, Culex is very close. She lands. She is so light, the boy feels nothing. Culex pushes the tip of her mouth through the boy's skin. Her mouth is a bundle of long tubes and cutters that slide side by side like tiny knives. The boy feels nothing. Keeping her mouth in the hole, Culix stabs. With each poke, she pumps saliva from a tiny tube in her mouth. The saliva contains a chemical that will keep the blood flowing if she ever finds it. The boy feels nothing. Finally, after 14 stabs, Culix nicks a blood vessel. She tastes the blood. She immediately sucks a drop into her miniature straw. Now the blood is flowing. Drop I drop into her stomach. Still, the boy feels nothing. Culex's belly swells. She is full. Page 22. At last, the boy feels it. It's a mosquito bite. As Culex struggles to lift her bloating, bloated body into the thick night air. The boy smacks the back of his neck. There's a caption, a picture with a caption that reads, human blood contains red blood cells, and they're shown in red here, for carrying oxygen. White blood cells, which in this picture, are shown in green and purple, and they are for fighting infection." And platelets, which are brown in this picture, for clotting. Page 23. Found you, shouts the girl. Now you're it. And it's your turn to hide, says the boy. Culex clings to the side of the big oak tree. Pink liquid containing the waste left over from her meal trickles from her body. It drips for almost an hour before culix is light enough to fly that night in bed the boy scratches the itchy hard red lump that has appeared on the back of his neck hidden in darkness outside culix rests tomorrow and the next day and the day after that it will be culix's turn to hide Spiders, insects, bats, and birds will hunt her until she is ready to lay her eggs. On page 25, there's a picture with this close-up, and it has the caption, Flakes of dead skin, which are shown in green here, are tangled in the cotton fibers, which are blue, of the T-shirt. Turning the page to page 26, on the surface of the rainwater trapped in the rim of the big old tractor tire that used to be a swing before the rope rotted and fell from the branch of the oak tree. Starting at page 28, we'll learn more about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes lived amid the dinosaurs feeding off their blood. Today, Culex pipiens, that's the scientific name for the common house mosquito, prefers bird blood, but also feeds on human blood. Culex thrives worldwide wherever there is dirty, stagnant water and a blood supply. Culex pipiens is just one of more than 2700 mosquito species. Mosquitoes are found on every continent except Antarctica. All mosquitoes need water in which to lay their eggs. Ponds, puddles, ditches, bird baths, barrels, tree holes, and old tires provide a place for mosquito eggs to hatch and the larvae to grow. Like butterflies, most mosquitoes feed on flower nectar and plant juices. Only the females of some species feed on blood to nourish their eggs. Fewer still, mainly on human blood. Yet Just one bite from an infected mosquito can cause illness. Although its name simply means little fly in Spanish, the mosquito is the deadliest animal on earth. Page 29. Malaria, a disease transmitted primarily by the mosquito Anopheles gambiae, kills about 2 million people, mainly children in Africa, each year. Although scientists continue to seek new medicines to treat and prevent malaria, many experts think the cheapest and most effective means of preventing malarial infection is through the careful use of the controversial and widely banned pesticide DDT. Sprayed indoors on the walls of houses, DDT kills mosquitoes that would otherwise bite people as they sleep. In the United States, where West Nile virus is a growing problem, people can protect themselves by knowing the habits of Culex pipiens. Culex is a night feeder and lays its eggs in stagnant water. Clearing clogged rain gutters and removing bird baths, old cans, abandoned wading pools, and used tires help eliminate Culex's breeding grounds. Window screens help protect people while they sleep. Wearing long sleeves and pants when outside at night limits the amount of exposed skin. Insect repellents containing safe amounts of DEET can be used to keep mosquitoes away. A thick layer of mineral oil or citronella also repels mosquitoes if applied frequently. At the bottom of this page there's an illustration and um, it's showing us the tumbler, that's the pupa, at two to four days of age. And um, we'll read this caption. This is the adult, and it can live several days long enough to mate and lay eggs. Some adults live about a month, which is long enough to lay three or four egg rafts. A few hibernate over the winter that can be three to six months in garages, sheds. And basements. They resume feeding, mating, and egg laying in the spring. Here's also a tiny illustration showing us a life size culex. Going backwards to the facing page, page 28, as part of the life cycle of the culex, we see first two stages. So we have the egg stage, which is one to two days, and then the next picture shows the wiggler, that's the larva stage, between 7 and 14 days, and then over to that page 29, that's where we see the tumbler, the pupa, at 2 to 4 days. Page 30. More about the micrographs. The color photographs in this book are called photomicrographs because they were were taken with a scanning electron microscope, also called a SEM, an S-E-M. The SEM magnifies subjects from about 10 to 300,000 times. Unlike light microscopes, which have glass lenses and use visible white light to magnify a subject, electron microscopes have electromagnetic lenses and electrons. Electrons are invisible high-energy subatomic particles. Compared to visible light, wavelengths, electrons have a shorter wavelength and produce greater detail and higher magnification. Because electrons are not within the visible light spectrum, SEM photographs are first produced as black and white images. A computer program is used to add color to the subject and making it possible to highlight interesting features. Shown here is the original black and white photograph of the Culex head and forelegs. That's the first picture. Then there are two different colored versions of the same original image, and they highlight the various body parts. The colors used do not show the true colors of the Culex mosquito, just as all of the colored photographs in this book, they have been artistically rendered. Page 31 is the glossary, and in alphabetical order. Abdomen, the long segmented part of an insect's body located behind the thorax and head. The antenna, two long thin sensory organs located on the front of an insect's head. Aquatic means living in water. Bacteria, a group of microscopic one cell living things. Capillary, the smallest kind of blood vessel. Cephalosothorax a body part consisting of a head and thorax joined together. Compound eye, an eye made of many lenses. Dermis, the thick inner layer of skin. Diatom, a single cell algae with a silica shell. Epidermis, the protective outer layer of skin. An insect, a class of invertebrates with three main body parts, a head with eyes, antenna, and mouth parts, a thorax with six legs and usually two pairs of wings, mosquitoes have one pair, and a segmented abdomen, Larva, The immature form of an animal, such as an insect, invertebrate, amphibian, or fish that does not look like the adult. Ocelli, the small, simple eyes or eye spots of an invertebrate. Ovipositor, the pointed organ in female insects that lay eggs. Pelps. The pair of small feelers that are part of the mouths of most insects. Photosynthesis. The process by which energy from sunlight is used to convert carbon dioxide and water into food. Glucose. Plankton. Microscopic living things that float or swim in water. Proboscis the long tube through which some insects suck liquid food. Pupa, the inactive form of an animal between the larval and adult stages. Sete, the hairs on the surface of a mosquito's wing. Siphon the snorkel-like breathing tube on the tail end of a mosquito larva that comes in contact with the air. Thorax, the middle section of an insect body that bears the legs and wings. That is the end of the book Mosquito Bite by Alexandra Tsai and Dennis Kunkel. This book was read by Frankie Goldfarb at the studios of the Connecticut Radio Information System.